0: Hey everybody, it's Aaron. You doing okay? I hope you're doing well. You, your family, your friends, wishing you guys the best. In the 7-Minute Stories world, I'm so excited. Guys, I did like 10 of these takes just for this little intro because I'm so excited. I keep stumbling over words. It's inaudible. This was what's happening. I'll just say this. This coming summer, especially starting in June, we're going to have so many new... F- Things and, and additions to, this, to the storytelling world that we've created, I just can't wait to share. So I won't go into everything, but, I, but I'll say this. We're going to have, uh, obviously, the staple that you depend on, new seven-minute stories from me, yours truly, uh, coming out. We're going to have new guest stories, new different types of guest stories that are going to start happening. We're going to have uh, new musical guests and surprise musical episodes, which are going to pop up. For you to listen to, and then we're gonna have a new type of seven-minute story that is gonna emerge. I think in June or July, uh, midsummer, and that's gonna to continue to reoccur as part of the seven-minute stories stories repertoire. Can't wait. Um, I, I, I've bumbled like thirty of these words, and I'm not gonna retake the stake because it just shows you how fired up I am about it. I love doing this. I love sharing this with you all, and it's such an amazing exchange between the both of us. Uh, all of us, I should say. I say both being me and you, the listener. It's awesome. So listen, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please do that. And I know there's like 10 to 15, maybe 30 of you that are listening on Apple Podcasts right now. I know who you are and you're listening and you haven't clicked the five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It takes two seconds. Just click the app, find the little five stars. When you scroll down in seven-minute stories, click five stars and then leave a rating, one sentence. Uh, It's because of all of you who are who are doing that and listening and subscribing on any platform that you listen to and clicking that play button? That's why we're starting to chart in the Apple Podcasts, um, a top 200 podcasts in the performing arts category in the United States of America. Huge deal because of you. Let's keep growing that listenership together. This week, I went back into the archives and I wanted to reshare a story. It's called the gun. It was episode 19, pretty early on. So many of you who have jumped on you, if you haven't gone back into the catalog, you haven't heard it, just stay tuned in a few seconds. You'll hear it. It was a crazy story to tell because it was like, I had to go back into a memory and as I was telling it, I almost was like reliving it and it was kind of scary. And if you've ever been in a situation where you felt trapped like fight or flight, uh, Or like, you didn't know if you would get out of something alive. It was like one of those moments. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode called The Gun. Several years after my mom got divorced, she started dating and When that happens, you start meeting new guys, new men, and with that means sometimes you meet their kids and you form these relationships, these bonds with people that sometimes go away and sometimes leave an impression on you that you won't forget. I remember this one time my mom was pretty serious about this guy she was dating and he had a son whose name was Matt and Matt was around my age, we were about 11 at the time. And I really loved hanging out with him because we had common interests and he would usually come over to our house, my mother's house, and we would play. And as the relationship got more and more serious, my mom decided that we were going to go to their house uh, and spend the weekend. And so we got into my mom's Chevy Celebrity Station Wagon and we drove all the way out into the country where her boyfriend lived. And he had this incredible big house, it's like a mansion. And the backdrop was this incredible Forest, this woods that seemed to go on forever. And the leaves were starting to change color. And as we pulled into the driveway, I saw her boyfriend and Matt standing on the porch. They were waving to us, welcoming us in. It felt like a fresh start to something new. And so we ran into the house. I saw Matt, and his dad said, Hey, why don't you guys go back in the woods and play? Matt knows it like the back of his hand. It's really fun. And so we ran down the stairs, no parents, and Matt goes and reaches into this box. And he makes this gesture to me like you would when you put your finger over your mouth and tell someone to shh. And he pulls out what looks like this huge handgun with a really long barrel. I thought maybe it had like a silencer, but I only saw that because I think I saw it in the movies. But I froze because I was really uncomfortable with guns. My mother was a hippie and she talked to me about how weapons were just part of the military industrial complex. And unless you were a law enforcement agent, you shouldn't have a gun or use it at all that's how I was raised. But Matt seemed to know what he was doing. And he just said, hey, let's just go out in the woods. We'll have some fun. And I looked back up the stairwell, knowing my mom was upstairs with her new boyfriend. And I followed Matt. And we go out. And I can remember how crisp it was. It was a fall day. And The leaves were crunching underneath my feet, and I remember the trees just gently swaying back and forth, and the leaves just falling all over the place. And then Matt starts shooting the gun, just in the sky, just firing it. And I didn't hear a bang when he shot, but I thought it was probably the silencer that made the the sound go dull. But then something happened. It changed from just him shooting out into the open to him starting to shoot at animals, like trying to find woodland creatures and trying to kill him and hurt them. And sometimes he would shoot and he would miss. And sometimes he would shoot and he would hit. And I looked at his face and his eyes and I didn't like what I saw, but still he didn't hand me the gun. He didn't ask me to do anything. And all of a sudden he turns to me and he goes, Hey, follow me. Don't get lost. And he, he sprints. So now I have to try to find him and follow him because I don't know how to get back. And so I'm racing through this woods. I'm jumping over little creeks and fallen trees and logs. And I'm fast so I could keep up with him. And we finally get out into this open field. And he runs through this field all the way towards the road. And I can see this little schoolhouse, like something you would build to wait for the bus. And he goes into this little schoolhouse and he says, hey, check this out. And it seemed to be perfectly built for him to sit down. And then kneel, and then there was a little hole in the house where you could point the barrel of the gun through towards the road. And he would wait for cars to come, and he would fire, and he would hit. And I could hear, bang, clank. And he's laughing when he's doing this. And I said to him, I said, hey, you could really kill someone. What are you doing? And he turns around to me, and he points the gun at me. And he says, now you shoot. And he hands me this gun and then out of his back pocket, he pulls out another gun. He must've grabbed it when we were in the basement and he points it at me and he says, shoot, I didn't know what to do, but I thought in my head as my, my thoughts were racing, if I can just fire and purposely miss, then we can just get back home and I can see my mom. And so as the gun's pointed at me, I'm holding the gun, I, I'm I'm waiting for the next car to pass and I'm trembling and I decide that I'm just going to close my eyes and I'm going to pray. And I hear the car approaching. My fingers on the trigger. And I shoot and I hear bang and I hit the car and as I open my eyes I see the car pass and I see the sheriff's emblem on the side of the car. I had hit a fucking law enforcement vehicle. I freak out. I fall backwards. And when I fall backwards, I fire the gun again and it shoots and ricochets off the top of the little schoolhouse. And I feel a pain in my arm. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been shot. I've been shot. I'm going to die. Both of us throw the handguns down and we start racing back to the house. We're running through this field, and everything that's going through my mind is just pointing to that I'm going to lose all of my blood and I'm going to die in the middle of this field. And my mom's going to think that I was just firing guns indiscriminately at law enforcement officers. And then we stopped. And Matt turned to me and said, We have to go back and get the guns because if the sheriff comes back and he finds that gun, they're going to get fingerprints. And we're both going to go to jail for the rest of our lives. And I started looking at my arm and I realized there was no blood. It was just a bruise. And then my mind started kind of going in circles. And I had realized just in that moment that these weren't real guns to an extent. They were BB guns or pellet guns, but something inside me still was terrified about this guy that regardless if they were real or not regardless if you could kill someone with it or not the nature of what he was doing and who he was was terrifying and i looked at the schoolhouse and i slowly started walking towards it to hurry up and pick up the evidence so that I wouldn't go to prison. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Audio production by Ken Went. You can connect with Ken at media216.com. Original artwork done by Pete Whitehead. See Pete's work at petewhitehead.com. And lastly, I'm Corey Burse, and I coordinate the podcast. Make sure and tune in next week for another story.